You know when you're out with your friends and they all order beer and then you look insane when you don't want any beer? I mean, no offense to any of my friends out there, but I'm not a crazy obsessed beer drinker. I mean, once in a while, but I don't really love it. But I did recently try Bud Light Seltzer. It's not beer. It's a hard seltzer from Bud Light. Finally, there's something I can drink when everyone else is having a beer. Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. You're listening to The Jillian Michaels Show. Word. I got a question. Yes? Um, there's a kid that I love. I call her a kid. She's 31. Uh, I've talked about her before. Her name's Kaisefit. Uh, that's actually not, God bless uh, social media. That's actually not her name. That's her social media handle. And like she came and met me in Chicago and did a workout with me on the TIU tour. Um, and I just sat with her and I was like, tell me about you. Like, tell me all about you. She has a degree in exercise science, right? I mean, mm-hmm. she's a badass. And God, Janice, she's talking and it. It was like, it was like looking at me, not like physically looking at me, but years ago. And she's like, and I'm, I don't even, I don't want to make any money. And I like everybody should have fitness for free and, and, you know, and this and that. And, and we, you know, I, I don't need a man to run my business. And, and like, and I literally was just, it was like going back in time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I, I was like, all right. The fitness stuff, we don't need to talk about. You're clearly a professional. The business stuff, all we needed to talk about. And I realized that, and this is more of a, a message, obviously, to our millennial listeners, but there's an idealism to youth. And... There's a practicality to life. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget when I, and I think some people still have that idealism. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and, 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 is, but the, but the problem is that life requires compromise and negotiation. You can be like, no, baloney, but that's just not true, unfortunately. And in order to get something done that you want to get done, it requires Give and take and compromise. Um, not to say you're compromising your values, but so like who voted for Bernie here? Oh, did you vote for Bernie? No, Nick. No. You were Hillary. Jake, you were Bernie, right? Yeah, Jake was Bernie. Jake's eating. Uh, Manus, you were Hillary. Hillary. I was Hillary. Um, and everyone's like, oh, some you know, people are saying, Hillary, meh. But, but here's the thing. I like Bernie too, but Bernie had never passed a significant piece of legislation in his entire career. I get it, but Bernie didn't even really have a plan per se. Yes. Um, and so this kid, I'm talking to her and I'll never forget when I learned that lesson, the hard way, right. About being idealistic. And it was when I got called in by a soda company for talking, you know, saying the soda's bad and it's poison. It's this and it's that and diet soda's bad and it's poison. It's this and it's that. And I, they wanted to sit with me. Right. And Giancarlo was like, let's go in. I think I've told this story. Yes. I yeah, know. it's Coca-Cola. Yes. Yeah. And um, yeah. he's like, let's go in and uh, let's just talk to them. 
And the lady was like, how, you know, surely you can appreciate that there's room in a healthy lifestyle for everything. And, you know, I was like, is that your son? You know, how much heroin do you think? You know, I was very aggressive and much younger. We walked out of there and he's like, oh, God, Jill. He's he's like, they employ the entire state of Georgia, first of all. Second of all, their reach on distribution is tremendous. And if you want to get anything done, like moving giants is key. And Coke owns like Honest Tea, you know, they, they own water companies. They've got a bunch of other yeah. products. So mo- working with that giant is one of the best ways to make healthy products more affordable and more accessible. And, you know, these are all lessons that I've had to learn. You know, you can't teach anybody anything before they're ready, but God knows I, you know, I try it, but I've had to learn them myself, right? No one could have told me in the moment. I had to learn it. Um, And then she was talking about uh, another fitness person and she's like, yeah, but, but this guy runs her company. You know, John Carl. And I, I was like, what's your point? She's like, but you know, but I can run my own company and, you know, she got this cute little necklace that says feminist. And I was like, sweetheart. And I texted Giancarlo and I was like, what do I call you? And he's like, Pookie. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, what are you to me? And he's like, oh, man piece. And my joke about Giancarlo is he, he's, he speaks to other men for me. And while you might think that's absurd and it's unacceptable, that's just the reality of business. Hey, that okay. is the reality of business. They don't listen. I've tried. And then you end up jumping up and down and screaming and yelling. And I can just have John Carlo call and say, hey, guys, I want to try doing X, Y, and Z. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, bro. With me, they either yes me to death and do nothing. And then I just end up getting frustrated. And it's like, and it's like you need a man to navigate those waters. You just do. And you, it's like, is it wrong? Sure. But is it, is it life? You know, is it, a, is it annoying? Yeah. Do you know how many times I've had to tell my agents and my lawyers, like, call me. You can call me. They always call Giancarlo. Every time. Yeah. Every time. Every time. And I, I finally got to a point where I'm like, just, I, I literally, t- he's like a translator for me. I literally, I'm like, can you tell that man over there? You know, I I like I, why is it seriously? And hey, it, try and negotiate if you really need your brakes done or not. Oh man, right? It's right, the same thing. I have Cody. Do, do do I really need brakes? And then you get then then a guy yep. calls. It's like oh no, these are. It's like I'm sorry. That's the, yeah. I've had the same issue if I yeah. go into like a Best Buy. Yeah. Like I worked at a computer repair store for a while. But here here's the thing, the the limitation is not on your end; it's on the other person's end. So. You've got to meet people where they're at. And that's life. That's life. So there are guys that just won't know how to relate to you. You can force it, you know, but it's like, I got to get shit done. I don't have time. I don't care. Ultimately, what I care about is that my project is good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I don't like, and I, I just don't, I see the way men are with each other. And I know the opinions that some of them have. Look, I can tell when a man's not like that. Believe me, you know, and the younger, here's what's interesting. It's more of a Gen X thing. Millennial men are different. They really are. They're sensitive, like really sensitive. It's crazy. Look at Jake. Yeah. Look at my brother. They're like girls. And I say that in the best possible way. Like they're very sensitive. They're just a different breed. Yeah. And I think that's great. But a lot of Gen X men, they're, they just 
forget it. It's a lot harder. It, they're very different. Yeah. It's just a different <laughs> thing. And so the reality, this, the reason I'm giving this segment is just for all the millennials out there. Like I love your idealism. And, but I think that like, be careful that it doesn't hold you back. And, and another thing I was talking with this, this kid about is I was like, listen, sweetheart, she's like, yeah, but like, you know, this or that, or it's not in alignment with this or this, that, and you know, what have you. And, and I said, I don't, you don't need to change who you are. If you're around those people or sharing an audience with those people or dealing with those people, you're just coexisting. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and to not allow a man to run your business, gee, it's our business. But if, if you had a male employee, gee, is not my employee. We're business partners. But if you had a male employee, why not let the guy work for you? I'll never forget when Oprah tells the story about, um, how someone said to her, if you like do this and this and this, right, you can work for a nice white family one day. And she's like, I got a a lot of nice white people working for me now. And like for all those women who feel that way, like you can have men work for you. I think the, the point is like, while idealism is a beautiful thing, it's also not reality. Mm-hmm. You're not going to change the way people think. You can't fix that. So you have to adapt and learn to work with it. Otherwise, it'll hold you back. And she she got it, man. She she fully heard me. She's like, I see. next day, she's like, dude, I, I get it. I see what you're saying about this, this, and this. Because she's really smart. But like, you know, for fitness, she's like on point. But as a business person, she's just coming into this tremendous success. I, I guess, you know, there's that, I have it on a coin, believe it or not, I have noosh, it on a little coin. With, and I, it's kind of, it's the same thing. It's like, you can't change the wind, but you can adjust your sails. Yes. Right. But yes, but, but why we've been adjusting our sails for such a long time. Like, is, is that, is it idealism to think, why can't we change the wind? You can, but you've got to do it incrementally. You got to get, you know, it, it doesn't happen. We've come this far, yeah. but at the same time, like you can have that fight or you can get something done. Yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. can, it's like, I can't, it's just, how, what am I going to do? Try to change, No. you know, th- this man, I don't care. I got stuff to do. Yeah. I, I, I don't, you know, I'll t- like, and, and we can change our sons. Yes. We can hire, you know, different men when we get in those positions. Yeah. And, and that's that's where it's like you you put your effort where you can affect change. Don't sit there and try to force something yeah. that won't move. That's where the change is going to happen. And look at these millennial boys; they're a different breed. Yes, Jacob. I was I was going to mention yeah the millennial millennial guys are definitely they're different different. And oh, I've yeah. had you know because I've worked with a lot of Gen Xers too. Oh man, and it's hard to communicate with them when they still make like you know sexist or yeah. racist jokes and stuff. And it's like well that's not funny. And we don't find that funny. But I wanted to say so true. millennial women are on the other end where you're saying, you know, you recognize that you can change your sales and you could slowly incrementally get things done. I know. Millennial women are very stubborn in the sense where they're like, no, I won't put up with a single thing. And I know. I, I cannot they're deal with young, this. They're young, though. They're but, young. I've seen that a lot. see that, you know? I've seen that a lot. I think with regards to the millennial women, we watch... And we have watched our mothers do it, our like cower down to the men in their lives or the other women who are older than us cower down. And we're, we don't want to stand for that. So I do think that there is a little bit of give and take that needs to come. But this is their their way of making a stand. You know what's interesting? I have seen millennial women go down in flames 
on principle alone. And I, you know, and I know that like they're going to have a few tough lessons to learn in business and they will. Like there was this one kid um, that worked at BuzzFeed Digital, right? And so I was doing this thing for BuzzFeed with the Tone It Up girls and she was like, easier, easier, like make the moves easier. And I was kind of giving the girl TIU crap. They were doing like 1980s Jane Fonda stuff because she kept saying easier, right? And I was, you know, being me, giving people shit, like, which means I like you. And so it was my turn to do the move. And I was like, are you going to let me do something cool? Are you going to make me, you know, whatever. And she's like, you don't have to be a part of this at all. Yeah. And I was like, oh, honey. And I, <laughs> you know, and it's like Giancarlo knew it was like the head of Buzz. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, oh, this kid. And I was like, okay, sweetheart, if that's what you want. And everybody like jumped in and, you know. And G like cornered her and he's like, why are you acting like a bitch? Like, he's like, you have no idea who I know. You know, and she, and I was like, John Carlos, stop, you know, don't. And he, you know, he backed down, but he's like, that's totally, and it's just like, and I got, and I was like, I was, and she's like, she was mean to me. And I was like, honey, I was kidding with you. But if that's the way you feel, you know, God bless. But I, I do notice like they've got a lot of bitch, but not a lot of badass. And that's where I think, like, that's just going to be time. Like, they're learning. They're they're protesting too much right now because they haven't fully solidified that sense of self. And it comes with time. I was the same way. I Give them them time. Let them mature a little bit. And I'm not saying what they're protesting is wrong or anything. I think, you know, they all have... It's how they handle it. It's how they handle it. And it's the idea that to to make any change, you need some sort of power. And to get the power, you got to play a little bit of the game to get yeah, there and it sucks but that's the way it is right now i know it's true and but let them you know they're so young again like life life has to teach like technically she would have been fired for that yeah like that that kid that i can't even remember if it was this this one i talked about no it wasn't the millennial that i had been trying to help who who quit and i like she'd made a big mistake and i was like if you'd made a mistake like this on anyone else's you know account or whatever you'd be instantly fired like this is life. You, and you, I feel like you're not happy with me and quit. So, you know, give her, give her, let her get fired then by somebody and then she'll learn. That's how we learn. Sucks. Wisdom bombs. Hey guys, it's third love time and it's no secret bra shopping It's kind of a drag. I mean, I find all shopping that's not online a drag these days. I've become a millennial. Uh, But I got to admit that I don't really love having a face-to-face conversation with somebody about my boobs. Don't love it. And what I do love about Third Love's online fit finder is they've got the online fit finder quiz. And they will help you find the right size and shape bra. No embarrassment. No waste of time, no drive time, no waste of gas money. It's all very, very exciting and efficient, which I like even more. Plus, did I happen to mention that Manis's third love bra fits her perfectly, and she loves it, and it's her favorite bra, too, and Nicole's, and mine, and Heidi's. All you've got to do is go to thirdlove.com slash Jillian. And guess what? You can try the bra, you can cut the tag off, you can wash it, you can wear it, you can do all kinds of crazy stuff in it, and if you don't like it, you can send it back within 30 days. 30 days, and you just pay $2.99 for shipping. That's how amazing and comfortable their bras are, people. If Third Love is not your favorite, no problem. Return it or exchange it for free. So go to thirdlove.com slash Jillian.
There's so many paths to finding your family story, but whether you're tracing them generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with ancestry DNA, it's easy to get started with Ancestry. Ancestry DNA can tell you your ethnic origins and give you historical details to bring your family stories to life. And it doesn't just tell you what countries you're from, it can also pinpoint the specific regions. I was pretty sure I knew where my grandparents were from, and now that I've confirmed it with an Ancestry DNA test, I want to see how many generations back I can go. It was super easy to do. I got my kit, sent in my saliva sample, and they sent me my results. Give it a try. Start exploring your family story today. Simply head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash Jillian to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's an Ancestry DNA kit and a free trial at Ancestry.com slash Jillian. One more time, guys. It's Ancestry.com slash Jillian. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. I wore perfume made from my vagina to see if it would get me better dates. Wow. Wait, specifically made for your vagina? I didn't do it, but made from her vagina. Yeah. Like okay, for pheromones? It says, a few weeks ago, my friend called me up to tell me a story she heard about a woman who used her vaginal secretions as an aphrodisiac perfume to attract men. So she tried it. Did it work or not, everybody? No. No? No. No. Uh, you know what? Maybe it did. Courtesans of medieval Europe used to wear little vaginal secretions to attract people and they would dab it behind their ears. Example two. Many women are unaware of the extent to which their unique cassoulet, French for perfume box, is their secret weapon. My cassoulet? Oh, because you're, you're supposed to smell sweeter um, when you're ovulating. Like smell sweeter to a, a mate that's attracted to you. Ooh. Yeah. I've never heard All right, of- so there's a studio. Cassoulet. Yeah, and you, you go into the studio to do a formula and play what, with essential you just, oils. You just squat on some blotter paper? some weird pheromone perfumes. Yeah. Pheromone. What do you do, hop around? Hop around there's on a cushion and then and they cedarwood. boil the cushion? I don't know yet. Let's see. <clears throat> like, okay. a, like a ball? Like a there are scents like pumpkin pie and lavender and licorice and donuts. Said to increase blood flow to a guy's junk. My God. What do they do? Do they, do they make you go on an exercise ball and do some sit-ups and then oh, say sure. leave and then take it? Uh, it and- says, I took a tiny perfume vial home with me in order to complete the final and most personal step. Oh, my God. It's on YouTube. After watching a few YouTube videos and consulting the Internet about how to collect vaginal fluid, I used a long Q-tip to basically extract some residue from her personal area in order to use it for her perfume. But because bodily fluids may not quote hold up, uh, I decided my best way was to dip this. Okay. You know hang what? On. You know what? Wait, I just ate hang lunch on. to dip this Q-tip. And in- you know what? Why don't you just get a pot and boil your underpants? Ooh. Well, what's the difference? Um, it's, it's your it's your stuff. It's personal. It shouldn't be going behind your ears. She says the cashier at McDonald's was nicer to her than usual. Oh, my God. She's that, like, could, she, could you smell me? That? I couldn't smell me. Hang on. Tuesday. Hang on. The cashier she reapplied behind- the perfume for a burrito date with a friend. Um, she said that nothing different happened there. But she got a supersized fries at McDonald's. Yeah, she did. Oh, God. She maybe says, she says after point. all this, she says, maybe you just need a new lipstick. Wow. Or a new outfit. That's interesting, though. No? 
Wait a minute. You went this whole route yeah. just to say at the end it didn't work and then said you just needed a new outfit. It's not me. I didn't do it. There's this chick who wrote this. Her oh. name is... Well done. Uh, oh, follow Allison. That's all I have is Allison. Underpants. Ramirez. Ramirez. I thought it was interesting. Oh, you know what I find the most interesting is that now I can call my area my cassoulet. Right? That, that is it's a take, better is than take away. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Is that you? Uh, Who else is there? Hi. Jake is Jake. here. Manis okay. is here. Mm-hmm. Nicole is okay. here. And wow. I am here. And Jillian's here. And you are here. <laughs> my favorite daughter. Yeah. <laughs> you're, well, you're only one. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that's not saying much. But nevertheless, Mom, last week, Janice tried to do a segment about hypnosis and past lives, which is bullshit because there's no such thing as time. It was on regression therapy. It was on regression therapy. But then I don't, then we started talking about, can you be hypnotized? Have you been hypnotized? And I said, my mom took a course in it once. I took, uh, many years ago, God, I think it's been at least, 23 years ago, honey, I got certified in hypnosis only because at that time I was working with a particular patient um, who she did something called dissociation, which it took me too long to explain, but it's a type of trance. And so I took a, a course in it and got certified so I could understand some of my patients better. But I'm not an expert on hypnosis in any way. What I can tell you is that hypnosis is just a trance state. And when you're daydreaming, you're in a trance state. It's just a different kind of trance state. So there's a whole continuum of hypnotic suggestibility um, and a whole continuum of saying we're really under somebody else's influence or we're just daydreaming. We're just kind of trancing out, right? Okay. So some people are more suggestible than others. I found when I took this course that I I really wasn't hypnotized a bow. I mean, not to say I didn't relax, just like when I was listening to a meditation tape, but I never went to a place where they woke me up and I said, what happened? Right. <laughs> if that's what you're talking about. Okay. So I don't know anything about that. Okay. So go ahead. Oh, go ahead, well, I was Manis. just going to say, it, 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 when it's used in therapy, it, it so a client is not going to. I mean, how do you control where the client might go with that? If with with suggestions, how do you control, or can you control, if if the client does go somewhere that is scary, or or does the mind not allow that? The subconscious mind. Okay. Again, you guys have to realize this is not my area of expertise. What I can say to you, and this is my own opinion, I don't hypnotize patients, so I don't have to worry about those kinds of concerns. However, I certainly do uh, make comments um, to my patients in terms of, I wonder if this would be how you felt or this might be what happened. And so in some ways you might say they're suggestions, and I have to be very aware of that. So I will say to my patients, listen, part of what we do together is we explore. And so I may have, because I do psychoanalytic psychotherapy, 
you know, hopefully you will have some associations and just say whatever comes up. And I may have some, and I may share them with you. But if they don't resonate, you need to tell me because they're hypothetical at this point. So I do, I do the opposite kind of work. Okay. I think it's dangerous to oh, oh, wow. suggest to people that, you know, this happened to you or that happened to you or you go to this place. Now, what I can also tell you, though, is I do know that when people, reputable hypnotists, will create a safe place for you to go to if something gets scary. Mm. So they will say, create a safe place. You will, you will sort of describe it. Could be at the beach, could be in the mountains. You're safe here and all these kinds of things. I'm there with you or whoever you need is there with you protecting you. So that if a patient under a trance goes to a scary place, you know how to guide them back to a safe place. Because if you don't know how to do all that, you're really endangering people if you're using this in therapy. So hopefully therapists know what they're doing who use hypnosis. Right. What do you think about it for, like, smoking and things like that? I, I think it probably can be helpful for some people. Um, but again, since I don't use it, sweetie, I don't study it. I can't really be an expert and tell you okay. about it. I think for me, a hypnosis where, to me, the use of it is to help people go to a place to calm themselves down, which is very similar to meditation. Because when you're listening to meditation, you're in a kind of trance, right? Yeah. And yeah. hypnotizing somebody is simply helping them get to a place of trance, a, a place where they aren't blocked from, hmm. uh, you know, their consciousness isn't blocking them from deeper material. Ah, now, Mom, thank you. Uh, I know you need to go because you have a patient. However, um, yeah. Janice, would you like to tell my mom about your th- your BlackBerry epiphany? Well, how about <laughs> I had two epiphanies recently, but they had nothing to do with blackberries. All right. Well, I think if, if you want to use this in, in your practice, you're welcome to. I'll okay. make this very Thank quick. Thank you. I was okay. pulling. Uh, I'll make it very quick. I've got, I've got five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was boy. pulling blackberry brushes. And you know what? Uh, bushes and brushes. Blackberries are very thorny, right? Yes. I was using okay. the wrong gloves. Dead, I was using the wrong gloves. So the thorns were going in my hands. Whoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. After that, in the last couple of weeks, the thorns have been surfacing to the top of my hands. And what my theory Mm -hmm. is that the pain, trauma, it hurts when it goes in, especially if you're using the wrong gloves, the wrong protection. It hurts when it goes in. But when it's Mm -hmm. healing, when trauma's healing, it hurts Mm -hmm. just as much when it comes out. Yes. I would say yes to that. Thank you, but Joanne. The diff- but can I make a distinction for yes, you please. here? Yes, yes. But the but the pain coming out, that is pain of healing. It's useful pain that gets you out of the cycle of pain that never stops. So you didn't have that part of your epiphany, did you? Niece? No, but, but... No, you were incomplete. And now I've solved your problem. Oh, because, my God. <laughs> because, in other words, if, let's say you had a trauma that you've repressed when you were... I don't know, a kid, a teenager, whatever. Yeah. So you repressed it, you forgot about it, but it was painful, and that's the reason you repressed it. It was painful, and there was nobody who could help you at the time. You repressed it. Now you're an adult, 
and you know that you, let's say, have agoraphobia because the trauma has something to do with that. And it's beginning to really impact your functioning, gets to a place you can't leave your house. Well, in order to deal with that particular psychological issue, you will eventually have to go back to the trauma, but in very cautious um, ways that are uh, timed. You don't just jump into the trauma. That would re-traumatize the person. So it's over time you gently sort of go back. But to relive it, it, you see, you have to release that pain, and you have to relive it in a different mindset where you realize you're no longer powerless. Right. And that's painful. But the thing is, now the pain is no longer unconscious. It's conscious where you can work with it. You can talk about it. You can um, inspect it. You can experiment with it. You can understand that part of the reason it was so traumatic was because you were powerless at the moment, at the time, and you no longer are. And therefore, it dissipates and it heals. But the process Think about any healing. Most healing, it's not just the surgery that hurts. It's the healing that hurts. But yep. then you get better. Whereas if you don't have the surgery and the healing, you don't get better. You stay sick and things get worse. Well, see, I stood in the middle of the hay field and wept for at least an hour with my epiphany. Oh. So I appreciate that. Well, it see, that's very, listen, I'm telling you, Janice, no matter what, that that moment for you was extremely meaningful. I don't know if you understand it all. I'm not saying I do. <laughs> no, I'm not saying Bless I your do. Heart. I don't know. No, because I don't know you. No, so I know. Possibly, but the fact is, that kind of emotion coming up in that way means that something really uh, that was painful came up for you. And you, you may not know the, the context in terms of words or images, but the feelings were released. That's what I mean by I don't know. I don't know where it spun from. Yeah. And it does where seem lighter. Began. And it's considering um, a, a, a sleeping with men again. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't, don't, Hello? Don't hey. we switch to that? <laughs> that? No, that's your daughter. <laughs> that's your daughter today. Okay. Well, that's out of context for me. <laughs> it's all right for me, too. I don't know how to to that <laughs> okay well uh yeah all right all right we love Jillian, you and i love you okay love you, love too. you all bye. bye bye everyone guys i want to tell you about my new favorite bar it's called rx bar what does that mean people it means that rx bars are made with 100 percent whole ingredients it's like a prescription for your life, but in a bar. And even the label says what's in it. It's like egg whites, dates, and nuts, which sounds like it might not taste delicious, but it tastes delicious. The chocolate sea salt is crazy short. It's so good. They have 11 flavors, but that's the one I really, there's like a coffee cocoa one too. That's really nice. And they use hundred percent real cocoa and hundred percent real coconut as opposed to fake cocoa and coconut. And while you might think people don't do it, they do bastards, but not RX bar. It's awesome. You can take it on the go. It's great for a snack. It's great for breakfast. If you're in a hurry, it's great for traveling. Toss it in your bag. Whatever you need to do, post-workout snack. The bomb. Love it. I travel with them all the time. So, very simple. 
Go to rxbar.com slash Jillian and use the promo code Jillian, and they'll give you 25% off your first order. rxbar.com slash Jillian, promo code Jillian at checkout. Okay, babes, listen up. You can stop worrying that coloring your hair might damage it because Madison Reed's at-home hair color is made with ingredients you can feel good about. That means no more ammonia, no more parabens, phthalates, and no PPD, SLS, or gluten. Madison Reed hair color is infused with argon oil, keratin, and ginseng root extract so you get shiny, healthy-looking hair right at home. And Madison Reed makes it easy to find your perfect shade with their online color quiz. And what's really cool is you can actually try on the different shades with their hair color tool to see how you'll look and find your favorite. Get ammonia-free, multi-tonal hair color delivered to your door for less than $25 at madison-reed.com. And use my promo code Jillian and you'll get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Again, my promo code is Jillian. Visit madison-reed.com now to find your perfect shade. That's madison-reed.com. Oh, schnoosher. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got a quick and I got a snappy. Okay. I got tips that can help you turn off your fat stoning hormones. I didn't even know that was possible. We've talked about this in detail, but I thought I would try to make it kind of snappy with quick and easy takeaway to not bore the hell out of everybody. Ghrelin is the hormone that makes you feel hungry. Leptin is the hormone that makes you feel more full. Okay. So, all right, quick and easy. Obviously, sleep. Sleep produces more leptin. Um, If you don't sleep, it doesn't produce leptin. You get more ghrelin. So, sleep is key. Um, Fiber. And here's a cheat. I mean, obviously, yes, I wish you'd eat your fiber, but if you take, like, psyllium husk supplements... Before a meal, like a couple of little psyllium husk capsules and pound a ton of water, it expands in your stomach, which releases more leptin. And that's the key because that psyllium husk, man, that stuff gels up. You got to take it with water. Like soup. Yeah. You got to take it with With lots of water. Lots of water. Yeah. So, okay. Two quick, two tips, right? All right. Next one um, is, so cortisol, we know stress management, cortisol is not great. Um, okay, the best ways to manage cortisol, like cheat-wise, obviously, you know, other than like, don't, you know, try not to stress, get your sleep. Blah, and honestly, blah. when you're trying not to stress, it stresses you the F out, man. To not stress. Yes. Yeah. So two tips. No more than 400 milligrams a day of coffee, which is like two strong cups. No- uh, is that just coffee or caffeine? Caffeine. Sorry. Thank you, Nicole. Caffeine. You're welcome. Okay. Whatever. Um, and... Vitamin C. Vitamin C really? has been shown to inhibit cortisol production. Manage it, theoretically. But if you take too much vitamin C, don't you just pee it out? Or is that B? You take too much of anything, yeah. it can be bad for the body, right? Think about it. It's like not enough sun, you don't get vitamin D. Too much sun, your skin deteriorates and you get cancer. <laughs> I mean, it just, it's skin cancer. So it, it's like anything. Vitamin A, you don't get it, you get a host of health issues. Too much vitamin A, your liver goes sideways. So, you know, that's where 15 minutes of off prime time sunlight a day, the rest of the time, you know, cover up, try to avoid toxic sunscreens and what have you, which will lead me to my next tip. Um, but yeah, so you just get vitamin C in your diet, at least the RDA. Uh, okay. Um, estrogen and testosterone. So we already don't have as much testosterone as men, but a lot of the xenoestrogens and toxins 
from chemicals in our beauty products or BPAs and plastics mimic estrogen in the form of xenoestrogen and shut down our testosterone production. So avoid um, or only use products that are in BPA-free plastics mm-hmm. or cans that are BPA, bisphenol A-free. Avoid, you know, the, you know the, rule, the rule, pesticides as often as you possibly can. Schnoosher, McDoosher. Pesticides? Avoid yeah. pesticides. Avoid them. Yeah. Avoid them. So it's the clean 15, right? Yeah. Things with a thick skin like watermelon or an orange instead of an apple or a plum if you can't go organic. So clean 15 versus the dirty dozen. Yep. And, you know, try to use all clean beauty products because things are like perfume and phthalates and parabens. Same thing. Mui. Mall. Um, I thought that was kind of snap. Snappity. That was snappy. Snap. The snappiest. Already schnoosh bags? Yep. Schnooshy? Yes, I'm. Schnoosher. How do you like your new name? You haven't really commented on it. Schnoosher. Schnoosh. Oh, snoosh? I like it. <laughs> schnoosh ball. I like it. What, what I like is over the years, it's just developed. Schnoosher dogs. Mm hmm. When we started back in 2011, can you believe we started this? Po- you know what? You were one of the original podcasts. That's I all know. I'm going to say. It was Manus, then it became Nooser, then it became Noosey, then it became Schnooshy, and now it's Schnoosh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm ready. Oh, okay. H I C T. H I C T. H I C T. Yeah. High-intensity continuous training. Oh. My God. We come up with new terms. So it's no longer high-intensity interval training. Now it's high-intensity continuous training. Why? Because people were taking breaks in during HIT. <laughs> really? That was the point of HIT, though. That's the point of HIT is to go 100% recover. 100% recover. Because you can't go 100% for a consistent period of time. Except till HICT. HICT. Yeah. So listen really? to this. And actually, I'm going to try it. I'm actually kind of excited to try it. So here's what you do. Uh, so I read about it, of course, in Men's Health. Um, I always read the men's stuff. Men's Health. I finally take stuff. the training. This is going to sound so awful, but I finally take the training stuff a little more seriously. Like a lot of the women's magazines are like a lot of the fluffier segments we do come from there. Like vagina perfume, you know? Yeah. Okay. So H I Z. Oh, I know. <laughs> My cassoulet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. H I C T. So this is actually kind of interesting. So here's the theory, right? So they're they're. Uh, thing to dudes is the only type of cardio that gets you jacked. Now, it's not going to get you jacked, but it might be metabolic. Um, to get jacked, you need to destroy a muscle. Like, I mean, just hammer it into the ground and eat a ton of food. This isn't going to do that, but it, it could be pretty, it could be pretty metabolic. So here's the idea. Every, hang on, let me find it. Do, 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 do. So it's three, five to seven minute intervals. Okay. So uh, and they say to rest for five minutes in between, which seems like a terrible like idea. Yeah. yeah. That I don't love. Um, but I like this concept. So I want to try it and then sort of see where I net out on it. Okay. Every three to five seconds, you perform one rep of an exercise as powerfully and explosively as you can. 
Yeah. Do two more rounds, resting five minutes between each. Yeah. So it's, it's up to seven minutes. So each set is five to seven minutes, right? And every three to five seconds, you do one rep. And I'll explain what that looks like in a minute. Okay. So it's like, go. One, two, three. Go. One, two, three. Go. Like that. Okay. So, or every five. So it could be like, rep. One, two, three, four, five. Rep. And you do that for five to seven minutes. Like a bicep curl or a... Uh -uh. It's a cardio thing. Oh. So, and the way that hit was originally, right? Like sprinting, jumping jacks, what have you. So um, they give a few examples. Uh, Here we go. Okay. Um, The Airdyne or the stationary bike. So it says set the bike at the high at a high resistance and pedal the bike so that both feet make a complete uh, rotation. That's one rep. So pedal, pedal, rest. That's pedal, pedal, crazy. rest. I bet it, I bet it actually would. Cause it's not a ton of rest in the beginning. You might be like, this is nothing, but three, three to five seconds is actually not a lot of rest. Okay. Pedal, pedal, break, pedal, pedal, that kind of rhythm. Yeah. But really intense. So they're like, wear a weight vest, step up, step up one, two three step up step up one two three five to seven minutes the only thing i don't love is this oh why do you just need a five minute recovery? five to seven minutes yes oh okay so it could oh. be like let's say it's on the row machine right like yeah rip a hard pull although that feels like you constantly like you never get in your momentum but they don't actually have that one listed but that'd be an example i guess stairmaster set the machine at a high resistance stairmaster doesn't have resistance maybe they mean speed take one step with each foot that's a rep that's not a good example but the step ups with weights look i'm already redesigning it because that doesn't make any sense on the stairmaster well, you could do what if you did uh, power sled exercise sled that's loaded with weight oh what about sled the sled, right? When you push the sled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so throw, one, two, three. Throw, one, two, three. What about mountain climbers? Boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, five to seven minutes. Now, now, at first I was like, whatever, but now I can see what that would do. That's intense. It's kind of tough, though. You're limited on what you can do because it's got to be aerobic, right? So it's like a row, a pedal, one step doesn't make any sense. That's weird. Step, rest. Like, unless you're wearing a weight vest. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it with mountain climbers for five. Oh God, that's tough. It makes more sense to me on the bike. Pedal, yeah. Pedal, yeah. 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 Break. Yeah. Hicked. Hicked. Wow. Cuckled. Yeah. Vagina scent. Pulet. Don't forget to email us your questions. We want to talk to you at jillianpodcast at gmail.com.